0: Before we get straight into the podcast, I just want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors, D Kirby, GA Star, Declan Kirby, GA Star Championship Journey. It's a series of GA team children's books written by primary school teacher and GA coach Michael Egan. You can check it out in the link in the description down below, of course, as well. Follow the trials and tribulations of Declan Kirby and his team at Smith Green Gaelic Football Club, recently formed a promising GA team. The book is now available in Easons and all good bookshops, so check it out in the description down below. So, and let's get straight into it. Welcome back to GA Fan TV my name is Aaron I'm delighted to be joined here today by former Kilku senior footballer Dara O'Hanlon we're going to be running through Kilku's All-Ireland victory at the weekend and obviously getting some insight as well into the All-Ireland victory really just uh yeah running through the whole story really of, of how Kilku won their first ever All-Ireland club senior football championship so I suppose first of all, Darrow, we're chatting off air. There, you're enjoying the celebrations, all the rest, and uh, and life is good at the minute. Yeah, we're
1: sort of uh, overindulged this last couple of days. Now, <clears throat> trying to get my voice back here. Um, listen, unbelievable. And um, if you can't go out and celebrate after winning the All Ireland title, um, first All Ireland Senior County title or All Ireland title in our club, so um, oh, it was unbelievable. As I said, the off earlier. It, for people all around the community um, our own parish our own club We small rural clubs outside of it great to see people you know in our local pub and just enjoying it it was, it was absolutely brilliant unreal
0: yeah has the Wednesday club started yet or is that on hold maybe till, till later or maybe later in the week I need to get back to work at some stage here <laughs> you no know, Saturday Sunday uh,
1: Monday Tuesday was was enough at the minute but um, no listen was class but no
0: no no waiting no today for me anyway 100 100 well yeah I suppose like first of all obviously like just running through obviously the first team from from Ulster to win the All-Ireland club senior football championship since 2012 and the first down club to win it since 1988 so I suppose how does it feel hearing that and being a, an All-Ireland champion like obviously I mean seeing the uh, I suppose everything that happened in the game and all the rest like how does it feel it's it's surreal
1: um listen we're only a wee small we're only a wee small place like it's people people keep thinking we're we're making this up like but we're we're, we're only a wee small village with i I don't even know 1500 people maybe less and it's it, it's absolutely phenomenal like we're pitted up against the biggest club in Ireland Kilmacud Crokes and um beat them in Crow Park and all Ireland final day it's just surreal for the boys you know um obviously for myself i was Delta the blue with the injury and not there but um I still I'm so proud of the boys and over the moon and like I grew up all these lads played with them from it was no age and they they're all my best friends too so I'm absolutely delighted for them and the work that they've put in you know so nobody trains harder than Clacu I can I can promise you that now and anything you ask of them the commitment it's it's surreal and it, it always has been but this last couple, two to three years especially it just went to another level and the just reward is is still our entitlement rightly so
0: yeah and what were your thoughts on the on the game itself as well because it was it was an interesting game like it seemed in the first half chemical croaks were comfortable enough obviously leading eight points to two and they had that craig diaz chance at the start of the second half as well and you know kill probably didn't get going really until the the own goal so like what were your thoughts on the on the game itself <coughs> Just we never got started at all. Um,
1: a couple of poor decision makings, um, a couple of wayward shots. Just, uh, just things never seemed to click. Um, but what Kulkoo did was never give up. Like, as you you said there, that um, that goal chance that Mihal Rini palmed off the line, like that was that was unbelievable. Kulkoo were seven points down, and Mihal tracked back, tracked back right to the line. And if that had went to ten points, it was looking like curtains for Kilkul. But so we small margins like um, that, I felt turned the game. And then obviously Bobo getting the goal gave us a massive lift. And um, the first half, sometimes these things happen. Like it was a big occasion, Crow Park, and um, there was a lot of talk about Kilkul. You know, because we had been playing so well throughout Ulster and the the game against Finnbars, but. The second half performance on the never day attitude and the fitness levels of our guys is just surreal like um the extra time there as i say never give up chase down every ball like you seen jerome johnson in his full back line putting in tackles daryl brannigan driving forward
0: it's just it was unbelievable yeah 100 percent. like in I suppose as well, like in that first half, do you, do you even put it down to nerves as well because of the big occasion, do you think? Because I think some people were probably maybe comparing it to the first half performance a bit against Corofen uh, a couple of years ago as well. So do you think maybe it was a, a bit of nerves or maybe the occasion or something that, that got to the lads maybe in the first half or, or what do you think?
1: Oh, it's something really good feeling about it. Um, I don't think they were really nervous getting into the game. It's just sometimes things don't click the way, uh, the way you expect to. And maybe... Maybe because there was so much talk about Koko and all, just oh. um, he's still there, yeah. Sorry, about yeah, still here, yeah. Maybe, maybe the occasion did get to some, but listen, these things happen. As I say, for whatever reason, it just didn't click. But our boys never give up when and. and Never show any signs of weakness, and their work rate, and everything all across the field is is, is unbelievable. And even Mickey switches bringing boys on and off was was key too. And um, young Anthony Morgan came on and gave Kilkenny a massive left play, unbelievable. Scored a class point, brilliant point. And um, isn't Chilean come off and come back on in unbelievable run on a class pass with his right foot till his brother ran and then. Jerome was there till, till score the vital goal.
0: Yeah, and no, I was gonna say as well, like in, in regards to that late goal from Jerome Johnson, like I mean, it, it seemed in many ways like when Kimoko Croaks built up that two point lead, that I think most people felt that was probably it, that was probably game over. Like when you're watching yeah. on on the sidelines and you've seen that goal go in, I mean I'd imagine it was just pure unbroiled joy. Like we obviously seen something similar in the in the hurling final. Um, like a couple hours earlier so f- for something like that to happen again I mean it was quite incredible really Oh, un- Unbelievable, like where would you ever see a finish especially two games right after each other and not there
1: on final day but listen, Jerome has a unbelievable goal scoring record for he is he's one of the best goal scorers i ever seen in my life uh, he seems to always be in the right position or he's always beating his man um, and I couldn't have felt a better fella like he, the work he's put in all year and um, is this just a reward? Because I know how hard these lads have worked, and Jerome especially, and fair play to him and delighted for him on the boys.
0: Yeah, I imagine Jerome probably doesn't have to pay for a point anytime soon in the in the town or anything like that.
1: He wouldn't buy a pint anyway before, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, listen, unbelievable and
0: class, unreal. Yeah, and I suppose just going back to the, the start of it all as well, like even... You know even from looking back at previous results and and i suppose down club wins and and all the rest like it's kind of mad to think like there was a, a 72 year gap there between 2009 and i think 1937 it was without even winning a county title for a yeah. club like kilku so like where do you think the work really went to build KillQ into this team? Because as you said before, like it's a, a small enough club, but maybe some people probably don't get that because they've seen KillQ be so dominant and down, and they've seen yeah. them obviously come through Ulster twice and been in two All Ireland Club Finals. So, like where do you think the work really started to to build KillQ into the into the club that they are now? Oh uh, Daphne from the man that put in the
1: underage structure in the club and emphasised in bringing the youth through, right from under 10s, right the way through. I actually remember m- m- my father and Jerome, Jerome's father, Jerome Senior, Um, we went to training every single night. It was back in the, whenever we were children, like in the 90s, and we were in Division 3 and Division 4. And um, it's just surreal that Calcutta is the top club in Ireland now, from where they were, but it's definitely, it's, it's hard work from everyone not just the players, like the committee, the women that make the tea, people that sell the totes to the lotto. Um, but definitely that key underage structure is is, is unbelievable. And it, it it needs to be, you always need to bring youth through. Every year you need to be blooding new people. And our underage from under 8, 10, 12s whatever it may be, like we have the conveyor belt still going. Like there's Conor Lowry and Aidan Branigan's Four or five sons are down at training every night, practicing their their kick passing and their shooting whenever we're training. So, listen, it's, it, it definitely it starts from youth, and it's just um, transforming that into the senior team. But yeah, from where Kilku was thirty plus years ago, is it's it's unbelievable, and long may I continue our success.
0: Yeah, and, and when you started playing yourself, could you ever have seen Kilku go on and? Do something as as amazing as winning all Ireland. Like was that always maybe a thinking, or were you even just thinking just get through down and maybe just take it one one game as a as a time? I'm not sure, but what what was your thinking at the time? No, not really, because when
1: when our crop came through, like our age group, we 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 knew no different. We won everything. We won the All Ireland Fela in two thousand and six. Um Jerome's father was the manager. Aidan Brownigan, Donald Keane, and Conor Lowry were involved in the in the selection team. Um, we won every championship. Won three minors in a row. Um, like we, we sort of grew with success, and we always aspired to be on the senior team with likes of Anthony Davlin and my uncle Sean and Jodie McAvoy, Gary McAvoy. All, all them we looked up to them. Lads, and we wanted to. We wanted to play along with them. And them men were brilliant players and they won minor titles and that. So I just think that blend and even now like Sheelan, his age group had won minor titles and now it's all incorporating that. It's all coming into one team here now. The likes of Connor with the experience, Aidan, their leadership and then blended in with youth, the young Ram McAvoy and Sheelan and them. It's a a brilliant mix what Kilku have at the minute. And The conveyor belt, as I say, just it it looks like it's going to continue, hopefully, for a long time.
0: Yeah, and even looking at the Down Club Senior Football Championship in general, like how competitive would you say the Down Club Championship is? Because I think maybe some people probably I I see even some comparisons sometimes with Cross McGlenn, the way Cross McGlenn, you know, maybe from an outside point of view, it looked like it was easy enough, but obviously. That's obviously not the case. Like, it's extremely competitive. So how would you compare, like, the Down Club Senior Football Championship and how tough it is, is it getting out of there year on year? It's massively tough. It's a main field. I don't think people realise how tough it is. Like, Kilku
1: this year in Down, every single game was pinned to the collar. Like, Kerry Duff, who probably only in Division 1 this last two or three years, um, took Kilku the extra time, and we we, we scraped through. Um Burns always there and thereabouts. We always have ding dong battles. Um, Mayo Bridge. There is so many good teams in Down, and the Down Club Championship definitely is very hard. Um, now unfortunately, a couple of years ago, we just couldn't get over the line in Ulster for whatever reason. But the Down the Down Club Championship definitely is very very competitive and it it is hard to get out of. And listen, Burns castle or not burn Clinduff, these teams they, they have really good players and they're and they are good teams but it, it's a very very competitive championship it really is and ulster too ulster is when you get the ulster you're playing top top teams like as you said they're across mcglaine we came up again them and slot needle they were brilliant teams we just couldn't get over the line because they were they were so good but um who's the top team
0: in ulster and, and ireland now at the minute thankfully yeah, absolutely. Like, and what men would you even say were, were most influ- influential, like in, in that time period when you started to break through to into the Kilkew senior footballers and I suppose what people behind the scenes do you think have been so influential in building the club to get to this point that it that it's at today? Listen, there's
1: there's men that, that maybe never get mentioned, but their voice in the changing room and their attitude and their drive on for young fellas, like we we've been blessed. I know. Whenever I was coming through, um, big Phil McGreevy, lads like that, unbelievable man. Um, Sean O'Hanlon, Anthony Davlin, everyone obviously knows Connor and Aidan. Brilliant, brilliant men. That would that that's who you want to go to war with. Um, Jerry McAvoy, Gary McAvoy, Niall McAvoy. Um, and then I was saying, Jerome Johnson took us right through the youth. Um, Sean Davlin Big Barney McAvoy my own father Terry like it, it takes so much it's just it's just not the actual players it's men driving it on um, and especially like see the leaders that we have in our changing room like see some like s- some, of the, some of the speeches some of the team talks you'll be in when it needs to be serious we have unbelievable men to put you in the line if you're messing about or whatever but There's just a whole collective. There's just, there's just a collective of really great men in Galway at the minute, and we are very lucky.
0: And was there a moment even when you were going through the Ulster Club Championship down the years, or even when in 2019 when you and 2020 when you broke into the the All Ireland Club Semi Finals and All Ireland Club Final? Like, was there a moment there where you where like the focus started to maybe shift from not just coming through down and coming through Ulster, but that in All Ireland was really possible here like and you felt like this this is definitely something we could achieve no as i know firsthand
1: because i was on the sideline for most of them accruciate that there but mickey installed an unbelievable belief in our boys and it's only when you sit back and you can actually watch how much belief he actually puts into boys and i just even his training um training was upped a whole lot like our boys trained the hardest and I'm not just saying this; I've witnessed it. Our boys train phenomenal. Some of the training games are so hot and heavy, and competition for places is massive. But I just think it was that belief. I don't think we ever. We're always hoping that we'll win, you know. But I think Mickey just installed that that mentality that if you work hard, train hard. And be the best you can be you think the sky's the limit and that's what took you today. the day
0: yeah and you mentioned mickey moore and like in the the influence that he's come in i mean what was it like first of all when he came in as as manager because obviously he's a man who's such a huge reputation from winning ulster club titles with slot neil from being mayo manager and he's managed a whole host of counties clubs like all across all across the country really so like what were your thoughts initially like when he came in and what was the the buzz and excitement like when he was announced as manager unreal i don't think any, anybody could could
1: believe it outside of of gilkoo like everyone's like is mickey more your new manager is this is this and they were like yeah and it's just the aura that he has just i remember the first night we met him collectively in the changing room whenever he walked in like not too many people knew it was sort of hush hush and he walked in and then just the way he grasped the room, like you he hear a pin drop. People are like Mickey Moons our manager here, and just from there, like he doesn't really even have to say too much. It's just his presence, and and Conlath also too. Like Conlath has Conlith's been there this last three years with Mickey and Richie Thornton come in this year as well. Two great men, and just I just think the belief that Mickey has in players it's just phenomenal and he instills that and he just see the training that the boys do so it, It's 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 going to reap rewards and you just because we couldn't speak highly enough with them three men in cuckoo at the minute they're just they're absolute legends
0: yeah like as even you see from time to time obviously he doesn't do too many interviews and he's i'm sure you've seen the the clip in in, in crow park where he goes up and and kisses the the pitch at the end, like he, he seems like and it seems like he's he's getting the, the credit that he deserves now. Like maybe he probably wasn't getting the credit he deserves for a long time, maybe because he couldn't get over the, the line, maybe in terms of an all-Ireland. But it seems now like that that credit is, is fully there and it's fully well deserved. That's just the type of man he is. he's is very humble man. He's not looking the lame
1: late. He doesn't do many interviews. Um he he gets he lets the players do the talking on the field and he's, he's just such a humble lovely man he really really is um but it's just he, the way coming in into Kalku, as i said before it's just his aura and it, the way he conducts himself and just the the belief that he installs in the players and like you go to training training's not three four hours long it's an hour of hard training up the road lads um, and just do the work on the field, lads, and and you'll you'll get your rewards. But he is—he's an, hes an absolute legend in in the GA, not just Galway. And we're really, really happy that that he could get over the line, and win the Laren too, because no no other man deserves it more than him.
0: Yeah, and I'm looking at twenty twenty, and obviously when he came in and in twenty nineteen, like and you got all the way to the, the All Ireland Club Final like did, was that was there anything much he maybe changed tactically or anything like that or do you think it was maybe fundamentally like the belief that he really sort of instilled in the team that was probably able to to drive his on and I think he's beat and Saint Enders in the semi-finals as well which was obviously a, yeah. a huge win so was it was it was it that kind of belief that he really kind of in, instilled in the team do you think
1: I just think we were very unlucky against Cora Finn, like Cora Finn's an incredible team um. And last year, Cuckoo was flying, and the, the, it was the Ulster Provisional um, Club Championship was was cut short due to COVID. And I know hindsight's a wonderful thing, but I, I genuinely believe that Cuckoo possibly could have won the All Ireland last year. Um, as I say, but COVID COVID ruled that out. There only was a county championship, um, but no, I, I just. I think everybody felt that Kilkou could win the All iron Just the way the, the way the way Kukou played in the Ulster series was 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 unbelievable, unbelievable. And against Infinbors, they're a brilliant team also. And the pinned Kilkou to the collar and took us the extra time. I, I just I think kilku has been brilliant all year. I, re- I really really do. And it's no surprise that we're All All-Iron champions. And Mickey Daphne, is a, is a, he was the key ingredient of changing boys' mindsets that lads, you can win the all Iron. not, you know, do you think you can? You actually, you actually can. So, I just, I don't know what else to say about Mike. He's just, he's he's an unbelievable man, and everyone around Clacoo thinks the world of him. And Conleth and, and Richie as well, like, they're t- also two brilliant men. The work that they do, their video analysis, their training, every small detail, like, I actually, I would meet Conleth's regular um, for coffee and Yuri, whenever he was checking up me, he was all right with my with my knee and stuff. And he'd have the the notepad out on the pen, and he would have all details of all different players they are playing that week. So
0: their their attention to detail as well is is phenomenal. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, and I suppose as well. Like, I mean, that the fee Um, obviously a hugely close game, a game that went to extra time, and a game that could have. Could have went either way, really. In the end, like, what was your your memories looking back on that? And do you think how much did that defeat? I suppose spurs on even more so going into the twenty twenty two. Like, how much did that defeat play a part in in twenty twenty two? Because I suppose there is that old expression of you need to lose one before you can win one. So, I mean, yeah. what are your memories looking back on that now? I suppose given the fact that you have got over the line.
1: Well, I just think that the lads felt that they've left one behind them and. Chatting to most of them on how they felt. Um, like my own friend Niall Cain there, he's one of my best friends. He, he he didn't start that game, and I I know it it it, it hurt him, and he never give up or he never quit, and he's he's now he's probably the best kick out in Ireland at the minute. Some of his some of his kickouts were unreal. Um, I know talking to Jerome and them, they just felt if they could get the crow park game, they could do the business and. It just ate away at them. It itched away at them. I'm talking to Connor Aubrey and all and saying, we can win the All-Ireland here. It wasn't. No, there was no sulking. It wasn't, listen, we're going to beat the All-Ireland final. Our heads are in the sand. You know, let's give up. It was just, let's get back to training, lads, and, and give this an all go because we are good enough. Like, as I said before, Cora Finn is probably the greatest club team that there ever was. And, you know, to get beat after extra time and being a man down... The, the boys needed massive credit alone for that back then so hmm. like it just it's just unbelievable and I, I always felt that could had won the All-Ireland I thought last year as I said earlier I thought who could have won the All-Ireland if there had been an All-Ireland series just unfortunately it wasn't but no our boys didn't sulk after the Corra Finn defeat or there was no negativity there was no blaming anyone for this or that it just it was one of them things and just thankfully, our boys got to got to have another go at it at the weekend there, and they've done the business. And hopefully, next year, now a couple of years' time, we can we can be there again. But listen, our boys—I can't speak highly enough of all. Unbelievable, and the work they put in, their attitude, like like Paul Davlin there would be down at the field four or five nights a week hitting free kicks. But will be the same. Um, people that you wouldn't hear of all the time are taking lads to the gym. Big feeling that I says, to you like? I know myself whenever I'd, I had my own problems with my knee and stuff. Feeling was coming and lifting me and taking me to the gym. And whenever I was back to my rehab, he was taking me running and all. So we just have a a great bunch of lads that would do anything for for anyone. So it was just a real tight knit community and. I'm so proud of these lads, just it's unbelievable
0: Yeah I was going to mention that as well like what was it like I suppose watching on from the sidelines and, and obviously being forced to retire there late last year like I mean what was that experience like and, and obviously with the with the injuries as well Like and, and everything else I mean obviously on, on one hand side I'm, I know you're absolutely delighted for the lads and, and all the rest but I'm sure that there is that other party as well that wished you were probably out there on the pitch yourself so what was that experience like?
1: Listen, listen. I don't keep it a secret. Like I'm, I'm absolutely heartbroken, um, and I wish I could play, but I just had a, I had to deal with it and and support the lads. Like as I said to you before, like all these lads are my best friends, and I didn't want to sulk and have a negative vibe about the place, and it's, it's just something I personally had to deal with, and unfortunately. Like, I thought I would be playing till I was 38, and I'm retired at 28. But like it is it's very hard to take that you you weren't involved playing, and you wish I had an all iron medal and all, but it's, it's just something that I have to deal with personally, myself. But these lads deserve everything, because I, I know the work they've put in for years and years and years. And listen, it's not about... There's no point me sulking, like, nobody... It doesn't really matter do you know what i mean um it's just something i have the person to personally deal with and, and get my head around but I, i'm absolutely delighted i'm a man at heart and I, I really really want the lads to win it and i want them to win it every year now because we've got a wee bit of that we've got that taste for it and it's just the stuff for me but listen life goes on and it doesn't, it doesn't time doesn't stop for any man and it's just unfortunate that I couldn't be out on the field, but I was doing my best to support the lads and and give them all the current encouragement they needed.
0: Hundred percent, yeah. Like and obviously, you know, I, I know these are all celebrating and and all the rest. But in terms of of next year, I'm sure like Mickey Warren and and management are probably already thinking towards that and coming through down and having another crack at an Ulster and all Ireland. So. Could you see another, maybe one or two All Irelands in this team? Could you see this team maybe going on and, and doing something great? Like, I mean, obviously it's the the first one, but as you said, like great underage crop coming through, like a team that obviously knows each other very well. As you were saying there, you're all best friends, so he's you know each other as good as anyone. So do you think there could be another crack at another potential All Ireland at some point further down the line?
1: Listen, that's it's it's hard. Every team now is is out to to beat Kilku. I think it'd be wrong of me to say that Cuckoo's gonna be all Ireland champions this time next year because there's a lot of teams in down, will have a lot of fuel for the fire to put Cuckoo out next year, but I can't see why not. If I don't I don't know when the, the season's coming thick and fast here. I think it starts in eight weeks the league or something, but our last thing is that's a momentous occasion um for our club. and we need to celebrate for a week or two and then assess the situation. But on your point there, I, I can't see why Kluku can't have more success here. I really, really can't. Like, you look, Sheelan's what, 20, 21, Ryan McAvoy, 2021, 20, Anthony Morgan, um, like Jerome and Ryan's only 28 years of age. We have a Michal Rooney's 24, 25. I, I can't see why not. Like, I, I really can't. But listen, you can't look too far ahead of yourself. Kluku's still aren't champions at the moment. and... Have to go through a very very tough down championship next well, this season now, um, but it would be a it would be a bit wrong of me to say it'll be all Ireland champions next year. But they'll definitely be in the mix somewhere, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, and, and could you see many of those lads that you mentioned there maybe coming into the into the down team maybe at some point later in the year or at some <laughs> point in the future? Or what's your your thoughts on that?
1: I, I honestly can't speak for any of them. I I, I don't really know. I, I would say. There'll be a lot of them asked. I would be shocked if there wasn't. Whether the some of them commit or not is another thing. Um but look like, I would love I've said it before, played for Down for, for years in Kluku and I would love them to play for Down, but that's it's their own choice, you know. Lad lads have different like work commitments. I know young Mihal Rooney there, he's a good friend of mine. I was speaking to him the other day, you know, I I think turned into an absolute brilliant footballer, but he's He's traveling back and forward from Liverpool at the moment for Galco training, so it would be even more extremely difficult to do that at a county setup. You know, it mightn't just suit people, but I would love to see them all play for Glicu or for Down. I really, really would. Like now, one of my best friends has said to you there, um, I don't think there's a better goalie. Uh, there's not a better goalie in Down, put it that way, than than Niall and his kickouts, but. That's it's up to him whether what he wants to do. You know, he's got a young family there too, and he's he's just married. So, I I don't I don't know, but I would love to see them all play for Down, but I I can't make that decision for them.
0: Yeah, like and like, what would be your thoughts on, on Down in general at the minute? Obviously, James McCartan's come back in there, like, and obviously been a big I suppose transition in terms of players and and all the rest. And obviously in Division Two, like, going to be extremely tough in there like you see the, the quality that's in there so what would be your, your general thoughts I suppose on, on the down footballers at the minute
1: Listen, there's a lot
0: of people like
1: love to get the boot in in down and I don't, I don't know why I think James is coming in you know he has come in and give down a pull out and I wish him all the best and I wish all the lads all the best but it's, it, it probably will take time you know They're tough start to the league there Um. But hopefully, they can get a few cool, cool lads into the mix here now, and they can they can try to stay up in that division and give the championship a bit of a rattle. But no, I wish them all the best, and and fair play to James and the lads, and I hope they really do to do well this year. Um, I'm actually a member of the under twenties now myself. Connor Lawry's been, been um, plaguing me to, to, to go to the down under twenties to give him to give him a hand. So um, I, I really. I hope down in the next couple of years because there is fabulous footballers like look at that under 20 team they had last year the one at ulster like young sheen and ryan as i mentioned before these, these lads are turning into real top top players like and i would love to see them all star for down in the future too so i i think the i think the future's the future's is down but I, I just think that people need a own, hone in around it and support it instead of like there's a lot of there's a lot of people love to be to be negative you know people people love a, a negative story why don't they just get behind the lads and it gonna ta- it's going to take two to th- like these young lads are only 20 years of age it's going to take time to build a team and I wish James all the best and I really I really hope the, that he gets the best players in down on the field for him I really do
0: yeah 100% because I suppose it, it's clear there is talent coming through there and it's clear there are brilliant underage players like you mentioned there like even in the I think a lot of people were probably even surprised that Down didn't go on and get to an All-Ireland final at under 20 level last year because I think a lot of people felt like they had the potential to do so and maybe even this year like they might be there thereabouts. so it does seem that there is like a, a real good crop of players and, and talent coming through down at the minute Oh big time yeah like as mentioned all the
1: Kulku cool lads cool are we all know who they are fabulous players there's young Owen Murdoch like he's a beast of a fella, he's only 18 years of age. Um there was a good lot of them lads played last year that won Ulster we Gilmore, Andrew Gilmore, superb player. Like but people need to be patient. These lads it's their first year, first couple of games. And like I watched Down last week and Finn McElroy had an excellent game. He's only started to play for Down and I thought he I thought he was superb. So listen, down Down have Brilliant, brilliant footballers. They really do, and I just hope that the county can can get all the the brilliant players playing on the senior team and make a real go at it.
0: Hundred percent. Well, look, listen, I appreciate you jumping on, Dara, anyways. And sure, look, I'll I'll, I'll let you get back to some celebrations uh, tomorrow, or just in time for the weekend, anyway. So, um, yeah, no, I appreciate you jumping on, um, and, and, and chatting oh. about Kilqu and yeah, congratulations again for the All Ireland victory man appreciate it thanks very much cheers